Hello everyone, welcome back to All About Nigeria, a podcast where our host talks about Nigeria's history, politics, infrastructure, and a whole range of other topics. Today, we welcome Mr. Yinka Ogunubi, a well-known finance professional with a wealth of experience in corporate treasury and finance. Join us as we discuss the cashless policy implemented by the Central Bank of Nigeria. We would love to hear your views, so join us on Twitter at All About Nigeria and follow Mr. Gunubi on Twitter at Yinka Nubi. Thank you for listening. There's a raging um, conversation around certain things that the Central Bank has done, some actions of policy that the CBN has taken of recent. The first one is um, the proposal that will increase value added tax to 7.5%. The second one is the cashless policy. So that's what I'm going to ask Mr. Okunubi to just explain to us these two policies. I think it's important to note that uh, even though publicly I've tried to educate uh, people about the policy, I do have my reservations about certain parts of the policy. Unfortunately, we don't get to have those kind of objective conversations because you first have to like clear the crowd off, you know, and, and educate people on what is right. So what I'll try and do is just talk about the policy and then how we got here and uh, also answer your question of what are the stakeholders going to get from it and where I think there are the gaps uh, that we need to, to fill. Now, in there about 2010, Nigeria came up with this uh, Vision 2020. And in Vision 2020 was for us to be the topmost 20 economy in the world by year 2020. There are several components of, of that vision uh, in terms of the economic plan, economic GDP growth, and also also about the uh, financial system. Now, in the financial system component of that mission, part of the um, goal and the objective was for Nigeria to have a very modern financial system in terms of payments and in terms of collection. Because they were able to see a direct nexus between um, modern well-developed financial systems and economic growth. In fact, they were, they, in fact, they put a number to it that uh, a financially uh, efficient payment system was going to add about an extra 1% to the GDP. So, so you're, you're looking at you know, 1% GDP you know, added. So, and, and then they came up with the cashless policy sometime in 2011. And there were several components of that group. Uh, one of the things was to, be, to begin to reduce the number of days that you use, um, that you clear uh, checks, uh, the number of checks that you can, uh, amount you can write on checks. So there were several components of that policy that was being rolled, rolled up. Uh, and um, in 2012, they came up with the uh, um, the, the, the charge for 
withdrawals and for deposits. Now, it was together, they didn't separate it. It was the policy was to discourage people from using cash and use more electronic means of payment. They were going to have have a punitive charge for cash and for uh, for withdrawals and for and for deposits. And the idea was to force people to use electronic means of payment. Now Nigerians were just getting used to POS, and uh, in fact, there was not a lot of options at that time as we have today. Um, so, but they, they felt that they could start with some select uh, states. Uh, and they picked Lagos as the first state, which they expanded to an additional six states plus the FCT. Now, from the side of the CBN, the way they looked at it was that um, majority of cash transactions in the country, they said 90%, that's their own statistics, was not more than 150,000 naira in a day. So, the majority of cash deposits, cash withdrawals, were not more than 150,000 naira. And the remaining 10% represents the more than 150,000. And when you look at the cost of handling cash, that's what most people don't have to realize, that there's a cost of handling cash. So when you have cash, when you hand over cash to somebody, that person needs to transport that cash. That person needs to count that cash. That person needs to collate that cash. That person needs to be able to, you know, if in some cases, even replace that cash. So there's a lot of cost. And the CBN um, and the banks share the cost of processing this cash. So the idea really was the fact that to reduce the cost of handling this cash and gradually um, transform to a more electronic uh, system. So when you have 10% of cash users being responsible for most of their cost, then you look at it and you ask yourself, why should you be protecting that 10%? So that, that was the thinking of the, of the, of the CBN at that particular time. So they rolled out in Lagos and some of the other states. And then there was a lot of opera. Why should we, you know, they are punishing people. And there was a reversal of a part of the policy, not all. They reversed the deposit uh, charge component, but they maintained the withdrawal. You know, and then they rolled it out. So, they, so it was first rolled out in 2012, and then they rolled out the rest from 2013 the rest of the, of the states, that would be Ugo uh, State, uh, Kano, Wataka, River State, uh, Anambra, and DFCT. They rolled out there from 2013 upwards. So that's, that's, that's the history. So those who are beginning to are, are, are saying that the policy is new, it's not new. It's always been there, and they've always been um, but they stopped it at a, at a particular time. Now, what has changed between now and 2012? Between now and 2012, a lot has happened. The payment system has been rapidly developed. The, we have NIVS. NIVS is the settlement uh, organization owned by banks in Nigeria that manages the whole settlement uh, portfolio. And NIVS have been able to bring up so many 
um, products that run for the need to pay, the instant pay, such that um, the challenges that we had in 2012 and who was not no longer there. You can actually get a lot of um, um, your payments instantly. There are many options on the table. Now we have fintech companies like the likes of um, uh, InterSwitch, Bstack, uh, uh, all these guys that are actually offering very innovative options for you for your collections. Are so the time. So if you if you are the senior and you are looking at what opportunities do I have? This is probably a good time to be able to introduce these other components of the, of the of the policy that has to do with um, uh, reducing the volume of cash in the economy. Now, what people didn't also realize was that in June of this year, the CBN came up with a five-year policy that they are going to. They are going to the, the role of the five-year policy of some of the things that are going to do. And one of the components of that policy was to reduce the volume of cash in circulation. Many people did not read that book. Maybe they should go back and read. So, and they specifically said that they were going to be implementing the cashless policy uh, uh, going forward. So, I wasn't surprised that they came out and they uh, uh, gave the banks 24 hours. Implement. It was very strategic of them. They didn't want people to go and mobilize against this, so they, they, they did that um, effectively. So, what is the advantage for stakeholders? The advantage is that a more cashless or cash limited operation is more efficient for you. Like I said, um, if you are in the business of carrying cash of 3 million naira in a day around, you are probably you have uh, uh, you are probably you can't number one you can't even call yourself an SME because the definition of an SME in Nigeria is that you you are you are a company organization with a hundred million ton of value a year. So if you are carrying three million naira cash, you are not an SME. Okay, you are a <laughs> you are, are corporation, okay. So even if you say, okay, it's not, it's not three million, three million, five hundred thousand cash in a day, multiplied by thirty days, multiplied by one year, it's you are far gone beyond an SME. So in reality, a lot of the people who are making a lot of noise about it are not really going to be affected by it. Because if you are going to be affected by it, you will have realized that the the, the charge has been on for the last five years on withdrawals. But many people don't even know that it's been on for the last five years because they've not handled that number, that volume of cash to be concerned about it. Now the people who are going to be concerned about it, guess what? They know what to do. Now, I work in a multinational, and we have a, a corporation, uh, we have a company that generates close to um, a billion naira in cash every every month. There's a lot of cash that, that, that Now, when the policy came out in 2012, even though we knew that there was a possibility that it would be reversed or suspended or whatever, and guess what we did? We called all our distributors, all our kidneys, our key distributors. We called them to a room and we said, this is the government policy. It is not good for you, it's not good for us, but it's government. There's nothing we can do. 
what how can we help you? So the people in the room screamed, they shouted, they did everything, they said, Well, I'm fine. Uh, the way we can help you is this it is your business registered. Okay, we realize that most of them don't have business name registration. So they cannot qualify under the higher limit of three million. So we said, okay, how can we help you? We can help you, we can get you a lawyer. We can help you um, um, register your business. Do you have a bank account? Most of them said they have a bank account. Is it, what kind of account was it? Was savings? So we said, okay, fine, we'll help you and all that. So we did that in 2012. And when, today, when the policy came out, I, I gave a call to the account team, accountant of sub subsidiary, and said, how far are you on this? He said, we don't, we don't have a problem. All our kiddies are paying us electronically. Because they learned, we learned, we had a long time to learn to the experience. You know, and then we have, well, the, the, the kiddies have changed their behavior and they become comfortable with using electronic means. So, so, so sometimes the challenge of the average Nigerian and, or the average person is that you don't want to change. Because if you're used to a particular system and you feel that this is going to give you a lot of inconvenience. But when you see the benefits from doing it, you you think about it differently. So what what's the advantage to the stakeholder? It's a more efficient payment system. It's a more efficient collection system. It's ultimately a cheaper way of you managing your business and uh, doing it. What's the advantage for the stakeholder, for the CBN? It reduces the cost of managing cash and, and processing cash. So, so they become more efficient, they become more fluid, and you know, um, and everybody benefits uh, uh, from that. So the banks, the same thing, because you know, they, they already share, they share the, the cost of managing cash. You see, the thing is this, the banks are more, will have, are happy to transact electronically with you. So that they don't have to carry cash. If the, car, if the bank has to carry cash, then it has to get a bullion van that takes up, and that has inherent risk and cost. So the bank is happy to have you send the money electronically and then you send it, you know, it, it, it reduces all the bottlenecks around having to carry cash, count cash, separates the ones that are good from uh, to uh, the ones that are bad and all that. So there's an advantage for everybody for everybody to see. And I don't, I, I, I refuse to see the fact that this whole idea that, oh, how will it affect the woman in the village? The woman in the village is not carrying the 500,000 naira cash around every day. And even if she does, she has an opportunity of, we just tell her to go and open two, or two additional accounts and separate and distribute the money between those accounts. You know, and then you're free. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are covered. And if she's doing lots of business, help her to scale up. I was arguing with somebody on social media, and the person was saying, "How can you? How can I tell her to go and scale up?" I said, "Yes, it's simple. Just tell her to go and register a business name and go and open an account in that business name. It becomes a corporate account. It's coming. So, so, but the challenge we have is that we see the problem." more than we see the opportunity. And because people are so focused on the problem, they refuse to see the opportunity. Now let me say where I have my concerns about the policy. Now, if the uh, infrastructure was well developed to the point where 
um, it should be at as at now. There's no need for that policy. It is the banks themselves that be putting the charge. The CBN doesn't even need to make that pronouncement to say there's a debate charge. The banks themselves will be the one giving you that charge. And then you will either have taken the commercial decision whether to continue doing working with that bank or not. It's, it's the same way it is in Europe. There's no central bank in the world that goes around saying there's a charge, you know, fixing a charge on deposit. It's not their business. It's the business of the commercial bank to do. But in those in developed countries, there are channels. There are, you know, there are different payment structures. There's no network issue. There's no, uh, there's no network. Or you you pay right now using the, your POS. They debit you, and you know, the person doesn't get the, the money. I had a challenge once. I, I went to the, I went, I went, I didn't have to buy a plane ticket, and I got to the airport, and uh, I didn't have cash, so I paid using my card, and you know, I was debited, and they, they didn't get the money. I tried the second time, they, uh, they didn't get the money, and that was the last uh, amount in my, in my uh, account, so I, 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 I couldn't travel. So, so, so those are some of the challenges that people are, are raising and, and of course we need to ensure that on the infrastructure side of it, everything is done. Once that is done, once there is no issue around network, no issue around settlement, no issue around all these things, the CBN doesn't even need to put itself in the middle of that. The market itself will decide that we don't want cash and everybody will follow through. Those are my concerns about the, about the policy. Thank you.